listen to your consumer and solve their problems because that's that's why you actually are in business. That's Crystal DeGroot, co-founder of Your Soup, a health and wellness brand that makes plant-based superfoods and protein mixes. This is the Food for Thought podcast, and I'm your host, Erin Hallstrom. In this episode of the Food for Thought podcast, we talk about Your Super's consumer-centric approach to product development, from the company's very personal beginning to its current status as a certified B Corp wellness brand. Crystal walks us through how the company finds its inspiration for launching new products. We also talk about funding, COVID, and what advice Crystal has for any new up-and-coming brands wanting to make a name for themselves. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Food for Thought podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. I'm very excited for you to be here too. I am just ecstatic about letting the the Food for Thought podcast audience know more about you. So let's dig in um, and let's get to know you a little bit more. Tell me about yourself and the company you co-founded, Your Super. Yeah, I'm well. I'm Crystal. Um, but I'm uh, I'm one of the co-founders from Your Super. I'm a uh, fun fact: I'm Dutch, <laughs> so I'm from Holland. And um, we started the company uh, about seven seven years ago, and actually for very personal reasons. Uh, Michael had cancer when he was 24, and uh, we we met in college long time long long time ago at this point. Um, but really, uh, he you know he went through chemo and uh, surgery, and and really what we he came out of it, and you know like you're so to say healed, but he was uh, any and really anything but healthy. Um, so really, after that process, he actually uh, I put him on a detox. I was always a little bit of this health nut. Um, I um, yeah, food was for me a really big thing. My mom and aunt were nutritionists. I had eczema when I grew up, so like that's kind of where my where my passion actually came from, um, and learned from a very young age that it really mattered what I ate and. Uh, from there, really, uh, I put him on a detox, and I, I started buying all the superfoods for him, and he thought it was just really complicated. And he's like, I don't want to buy any of these things. It's complicated. It's expensive. And that's really kind of where um, I had an empty jar through these different superfoods for him together, very similar to one of our mixes nowadays, Super Green, and said, okay, whatever you do, just take this every single day. And um, that was really the, you know, the moment for him, an aha moment of actually what superfoods, which are you know nutrient-dense, naturally-dried whole foods, uh, how they can actually really help you to improve your health, your energy levels, and everything else. Um, but also this aha moment of like, hey, there are a lot more micros in this world, right? There are 9 out of 10 people in the U.S. don't eat enough fruit and vegetables every single day. Um, so from there, we, you know, we... Um, started developing this line of uh, originally seven different superfood mixes. Each mix has five, six different ingredients. They each have their own function. Everything is organic and plant-based, and they're, you know, they're really easy to use. You can add them to water, oat milk, in a smoothie. Um, they're not, there's no stevia or anything in there, so you can even add them to savory things. And um, that's kind of like we're really on this mission to just get more plants into people. I think our, our mixes are really this great starting point, but then also like, you know, just teaching people again on how to make some of these healthy meals for themselves. So I've read in several places that you and Michael were once rivals on the tennis court. 
How did that mm-hmm. rivalry turn into a partnership and then a business partnership? Yeah. Um, we, we were both on the tennis team. So uh, we, he was in the guys' team. I was in the, in the, in the girls' team. And uh, that's where we met. <laughs> and uh, we definitely played some tennis matches against each other, which was fun. Uh, there was a lot of, uh, uh, I don't know, there was just a lot of energy between us. And um, really, like, yeah, we, we're together now at this point, like 12, 13 years, uh, have been working together for seven years. And, you know, we get this question so often of like, hey, how can you be together and work together? I could, ne- I could never do that. I hear that so often. Um, and what I found is actually uh, we know each other um, at such a deep level that I, you know, like there's this really open communication, even in the way we work together, um, that I really, really enjoy. Um, and then at the same time, we spend so much, like we're very mission-driven, we're very, you know, passionate about what we do, and we work a lot, a lot of hours, and, um, but we do that together. And I think, um, you know, like he's someone I really care about. So I want to spend time with him, uh, spend time with him. Um, and I feel the business really enables us to, uh, to actually do that. So I think that's uh, somehow, you know, like what I always say, we have, you know, we have different relationships uh, together. We have a business relationship, but we also have actually an, uh, uh, just like a, you know, like a loving relationship as well. Your super has been described as a next-gen industry leader in plant-based living. When you first started down this entrepreneurial road, did you ever see yourself or this brand becoming as big as it has? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, no, that's really, uh, I mean, you start, right? And really, like, how it started, we, the first year, we were mixing everything still together uh, by, by ourselves. We had a little certified organic room, actually, in Holland. Uh, we started in Europe, the business, and um, from there, you know, like we had our first production run a year later, and it, it really just started by giving it to family friends, going to farmers markets, um, selling a little bit online. Um, and then from there, uh, we, I mean, we were in Europe for a while, and then we saw actually that more and more orders were coming from the U.S., um, and we were just like, why? They have to pay in euros, they have to wait four weeks for shipping, um, it's a, you know, it's a European website, why would they order? And I think there was this, like, we, when we called all uh, our customers also in the U.S., we're like, hey, why did you order? And they're like, yeah, um, I really like, you know, like the way you source. So we have, for example, transparent supply chain, um, where we, you know, we have direct partnerships with um, all the co-apps we, we work with and, and source our ingredients from and, and really look for the best quality. If a wheatgrass comes from China or if it comes from Germany, it's a very different product, uh, which we learned when we were mixing it ourselves together. Uh, so that was one thing. And the way, you know, we have a giving back program where we, you know, we, we donate, a lot, donate a lot from our proceeds. We have a, a really big partnership with Action Against Hunger. Um, so there was just some of these things that, that just felt there was no stevia in our products, right, that they were just so different to them. And we said, like, hey, uh, let's, let's also go to the U.S. And, and that's really, like, you know, like that, I think that's growth. Like it just kind of just goes step by step. Uh, we launched in the U.S. in January 2018. And um, from there uh, also have just, step by step been growing and I think you just always adjust like you don't necessarily know from the beginning oh this is how big it's going to be but you just always expand your horizon a little further and 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 always get excited about like the next next opportunities. Speaking of opportunities I'm curious how do you and your partner develop new products for your super what does product development look like? 
like nowadays really we're very consumer focused so uh, we sell online and I think one of the benefits of selling online is that we um, we have direct contact with our customers so we have you know big online groups where we actually talk to them uh, Michael and we will go live on Facebook and Instagram always interact with them and, and one of them you know we send surveys and one of the things we do now is just we ask them, like, hey, what is another problem that we need to solve for you? Uh, what do you need? And, you know, we listen and we, we try to, you know, find patterns. And, and based on that, with that, like, okay, this is the problem we want to solve for. So, for example, last year that was um, for Moon Balance, uh, we heard over and over again um, hormonal imbalance, hormonal imbalance. Okay, we need to think of something natural that can actually support women with hormone imbalance. Um, so from there, we, you know, we, we look at like, okay, what's out in nature? Like what are, what are some of the ingredients that can uh, help balance hormones again? And we from there have a, have a long list, a short list. We work with different nutritionists. We look at different, you know, lots of different studies um, and develop our products that way where we combine uh, the five, six ingredients. And um, that mix has been uh, whether it's for moon balance, whether it's for PMS, whether it's for menopause, it's a mix that is helping lots and lots of different women, uh, which is really, really exciting. And to then also afterwards see, you know, the effect on the consumers again, right? Because they're always giving us this feedback. So I think that's, that's something, um, listen to your consumer and solve their problems because that's, that's why you actually are in business. A topic on the Food for Thought podcast a lot this season has been about funding and especially funding for kind of startups or newer businesses. So I'm curious, how has funding been for your super? Have you run into any issues or problems so far? I think a lot of startups are in front of us. Yes, we've, we, you know, we went through our, through our fair share of challenges, I like to call them. Um, I like to be challenged. And um, it's, if I look back over the years, I mean, we, we did last year, we did a, we did a Series B, uh, with power plants as one of our main investors, but especially if I look at the early days, it was a super struggle, uh, especially in Europe. We were an e-com brand. Uh, we were, you know, selling superfoods where that was just no one was super excited about that. We were, but no one else. Uh, we were a little bit too early actually in Europe in that sense. Um, and uh, it, is, it is a struggle. Like I think my biggest, my biggest tip always, and someone, I've heard this from someone else, and I just always like keep that with me, like you're going to get a hundred no's before you get a yes, right? And it's so often if you're fundraising, you need just this one yes. Um, if you have your, you know, your first lead investor in, like the rest suddenly all follows. It's like, I know they're all saying, you know, like, oh yeah, we're investing. We're like, you know, like we're taking risks, but a lot of them don't actually take that much risk. They, they take the risk if someone else is taking the risk. So it's, um, I think that's an important piece. And that was not really a challenge for us, but just also another piece it's like really, be also picky with who you work, right? Because you're not just taking money, like they're becoming part of your business. For us, PowerPlant is really an, um, a partner that is all about plant-based eating. Uh, our mission is like we, you know, our recipes are plant-based. It's a huge part of, of, our, of our brand as well. So it's really finding, finding these people that have similar values where you, who you want to have on board. I'm curious because, you know, we've all endured uh, COVID and the pandemic, and it, I would be remiss if I did not ask from a business standpoint, 
Did the pandemic help or hurt your business? Yeah, it's, uh, for us, I feel, um, I mean, we were very lucky, right? We were already selling online and um, a lot of, you know, what we were doing, uh, we could keep doing. There were, I mean, yes, were there some challenges, for example, with sourcing and, you know, like some of these things, 100%, uh, sometimes one wears had to be closed, but overall um on that sense like you know like our most of our regular business could keep running besides that we all had to go remote um but even from that standpoint we have an la and a berlin office so a lot of that was already there was some structure in place to actually go all remote um if you really from um so from from that standpoint i think we, we were good we we you know we really still grew last year i don't think it was just because of the pandemic it was not like all oh, the pandemic pandemic hit and overnight our business doubled absolutely not what for us really happened um more on uh, on the mission level that we feel what we're doing of really you know supporting people improve their health is even more important than it ever was before and um a lot of people, you know, felt, you know, feel and felt stuck at home. And it's, it's not always easy, even in those moments, right, to just, you know, like take care of yourself. And, and you see that, in, like, I think it can really go both ways. Some people, like, became really more health conscious, other people not. Um, and we really just try to just be there for people. One of the things we did is the first three months uh, from the pandemic, we, we almost went every day live within our, you know, Facebook and Instagram communities just to and, and, and cook different recipes just to really be there for people connect with them teach them on like how to cook more at home because that was something new um, how to integrate some of the mixes how to actually like um, support your immunity so a lot of those kind of things as we finish up the episode I want to talk a bit about takeaways or advice what advice would you give to someone just starting out with an idea for a food or beverage product that wasn't sure the next steps to take? Mm, um, I, so many tips. I think that the biggest thing is, uh, one, be, make sure you're really passionate about it. Um, I think that's super, super important. And then know that there is always a solution. Um, you often don't need to know the how yet uh, as long as you're clear on your what. And, and your why, like what is it that you want, why do you want it, and then the solutions, you will find them. Uh, I've always joked that in the beginning, Google has been my biggest friend. Um, you can make a lot, you can find a lot of answers on Google and obviously reaching out to people. Um, so I think that's, that's always a good piece, but I think if it's something you're just so excited about and you know like something that, that the world really needs um, and, and it, it really like speaks also to your why of like hey this is what you know why it's also needed and other people need it go for it right start small think big and just go for it thank you so much um, that was great a lot of useful information there and I wanted to say thank you Crystal Thank you so much for being on the Food for Thought podcast with me today. Thank you, Erin. It was great being there. I, uh, I hope everyone enjoyed it. And uh, if anyone has more questions afterwards, they, uh, they can always reach out to me on probably on Instagram or wherever else, you LinkedIn, wherever you find me.
For everyone listening to the Food for Thought podcast today, thank you for tuning in. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and just about everywhere you can listen to a podcast. Be sure to tune in next time as we talk more about the stories behind the headlines of the food and beverage industry. Take care. Have a great day.